Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with the ECS DNA kit by Endocana Health. If you take pride in your canna nerdiness or are just canna curious, this kit empowers you to find more about the best cannabis choices. Right now, you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com using promo code POD25. Your purchase includes the Endo DNA Collection Kit, Endo Decoded Report, personalized cannabinoid and terpene suggestions, and Endo Align products matching in your state. There will also be suggested dosage guidelines and optimum methods for inhalation or usage. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop Endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a buy one, get one offer on their Afika Soft Gel lineup. And since I know that many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afika Unwind, created to support health sleep cycles using patented proprietary formulations of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are in your future. Buy one for yourself and get one for a friend at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at the checkout for 25% off your DNA test kit. Hi, this is David Yaz at the Boston Podcast Network, hoping you are staying safe and healthy during this period of precaution over the coronavirus. It's difficult to connect with your clients and contacts in a period such as this, but here we continue to produce podcasts that allow you to connect with the people that you want to reach. You've got a rapt audience like never before. People are home, they're listening, and they're waiting to hear from you. We can create a professional podcast with a quick turnaround and do the whole thing remotely so you don't have to leave your home. Get in touch with us at pod617.com. Mom Show with Joyce and Amy, the podcast where we are telling the inspiring cannabis stories of the real women in the emerging cannabis industry. I'm your host, Joyce Gerber. I'm a former family law attorney and mother of two, and I have been speaking with women from coast to coast who are leaders in the revolution of cannabis and caregiving, along with my canna sister, realtor, mom, cancer survivor, Amy Searles. We're, hey. on, we're on a mission to empower women-centric cannabis businesses by sharing their stories with you. When I was just starting out with the Cannamom Show, today's guest was one of my very first. We're happy to have her back, and I'm looking forward to catching up on all that's been going on in her life up north in Niagara Falls. Our Canadian Cannamom developed Hip Lives, a website sharing her insights into the evolving cannabis industry after she discovered the healing properties of this misunderstood plant. She is also the parent of a child who medicates with CBD and knows how parenting and cannabis intersect when a sick child uses CBD instead of pharmaceuticals and the strength it takes to face the shaming and stigma that still sticks to cannabis and motherhood. Here today to talk with us about parenting, advocacy, and the state of the Canadian cannabis market, Amy Ryman of Hip Lives Hey, Amy, thank you so much for joining us from Canada. Welcome back. You're my um, my first guest to do a repeat. Yay. Thank you for having me. And nice to uh, nice to be connected to another Amy as well. So. Yay. Hi. 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 
All right. So let's talk about, you know, um, you have your own health story, but you know, this is really about you and your son. Let's kind of focus on, you know, like what his health issues were leading up to is, how you've been, you know, handling his medications, yeah. what the stigma was, what people said to you and just kind of how you're working this in your own life. And your, your son is nine, you said? Yeah, yeah, and okay. for sure, isn't it always about the kids? For so always, always about the children. <laughs> totally, always about the children. Yeah, um, you know, it's been it has been a journey. Um, single mother, so uh, kind of advocating for him in the early days when he was, you know, not reaching milestones and uh, you know, getting quite behind uh, academically. Um, you know, being taken out of the spectrum, which is you know the, the 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 one of the things that they they test for early days is autism and and uh, those type of um, learning disabilities. So uh, we were taken up the spectrum. He was diagnosed with a genetic syndrome, which they don't test for in Canada. Anyhow, I know that a lot of um, early detection in the states is is more prominent for fragile X syndrome, which is something we didn't know very much about. So um, the past four years, you know, he was five and he is nine and a half now. Um, we have, uh, you know, tried all sorts of medication when it comes to some of his symptoms. And what, uh, what, uh, Amy, what, are some of his, what are some of his symptoms? Does he have seizures? Yeah, so a very, very high level uh, ADHD. He is a hyper little monkey. So, um, you know, that's really tough when you have a learning disability, especially in the classroom. If you can't sit down and even focus for five right. minutes, forget it. Yeah. So, so that, that was one that for me had to be combated early. And so that's where I was looking into more of the Western Pharma uh, for that. And anxiety uh, for him even answering in the classroom or getting prepared to go out into a busy place which we can't do anyways nowadays but um, you know we're, we're her where we were up against uh, you know even just uh, leading up to going anywhere is a lot of anxiety so um, we were uh, taking or he, he was taking a Ritalin um, at one point they recommended us taking Prozac uh, he was on another uh, pharmaceutical fly band and it was just, it was just too much, right. you know, his meals, he wasn't eating uh, as well uh, because with these drugs, they had lose their appetite. So that was always a challenge. He was getting skinnier and uh, then sleep patterns, you know, really Ritalin is, is, is very close to the, the, the methamphetamine category. Right. So you've got these kids that are being doped up. They can't sleep. They can't eat. And, uh, you know, every time we would go back to the doctor with more and more as he was growing, uh, his body was um, able to, to handle more. So, of course, um, you know, this just wasn't working for our family uh, with the behavioral changes and, uh, you know, his needs becoming greater. So, you know, we were fortunate uh, in Canada to have the early legalization. So we were, you know, I was already, like you say, for, for my health issues, I was already very familiar um, with CBD and uh, the benefits. Um, so I started kind of playing around for my myself. And, you know, I don't recommend this to mothers, but we are the ones that see our kids and, and know um, most pediatricians, even now in Canada, are very hesitant to course, um, yes. recommend uh, cannabis to children. Right. Um, so it is trial and error. Yeah, yeah. Right. and so. you know the education and testimony that Hip Lives for me provides uh, is really just you know our story. Uh, so kind of back to to kind of what got me into uh, you know the cannabis industry was that healing in plants and that hike in parenting, uh, being the two head pillars for HIP Hip, um, is mm -hmm. is really just about that health in progress uh, and every day. That's a, that's um, a good. That's a good motto. Yes. Yeah. So so just in terms of like because we you've talked about your son's story before what was actually the turning point. I know that you had been using it for your own health issues. I know the medical industry isn't 
on board yet. Uh, we should talk about the status of cannabis at Canada later, but what was the turning point that allowed you to think that this is really the medication that was going to work best and who was working with you? Yeah, it was really just uh, trusting my gut. Um, I could see that there was nothing to lose, if I can just say that. I mean, we the way route we were taking and being that we already had four years under our belt with the Western Pharma, right. seeing the, uh, you know, symptoms, um, you know, either progress or, or, or then, you know, be faced with a side effect that we weren't expecting. I thought, you know, there's nothing to lose and everything to gain. Um, it's natural you know let's just uh, start slowly and you know see how it goes and I uh, couldn't be happier with that decision we've got a strain that uh, you know we've we've figured is what works for him uh, mine is different Which uh, the dosage I'm just curious uh, for my son he is taking uh, it's called Shubi uh, S-H-U-B-I-E and the licensed producer that sells that here in Canada is Organigram Okay. Um, and they are kind of leaders when it comes to pediatric cannabis. That's a very well-known wow. strand as it's uh, a 20 to 1. So wow. you that very, very high-level CBD. Um, for some parents seeing that, oh, my gosh, there is THC in there, um, there has to be. And working in the industry right. and actually educating myself over the past year as well, um, I know why. And it's because it, the CBD will not be absorbed in his body. So being a little bit fearful, oh, my gosh, I'm doping my kid in the initial right. stages and a lot of questions I get from other mothers are you know why do we see this and I'm scared and that's that's supernatural and okay and a great question uh, but that's the answer is that uh, it needs to be absorbed that way I mean, that's a, that's good information right. because there is the whole CBD craze I don't know if you want to call it a craze and then the idea that the full spectrum really is an important part of this plant right and um, and using it on a personalized medication basis which you obviously are doing so what are the some of the issues even with the school what was going on with them when you were telling them you were transitioning from traditional um, Western medicines to trying something that was maybe not on their well, radar and even with other mothers, right? You're, you're in a community where everybody's sharing. Um, I'm quite active on social media. So all of a sudden I put all eyes on me, right? And mm -hmm. I will say that there has been only one uh, person, and I'll say person because it actually yeah. wasn't a woman. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, one person uh, that, that, that definitely was very against it. Otherwise, I have been um, faced with kind of uh, acceptance, I will just say, because yeah, I'm not forcing it on anybody else. I mean, and I think that's where, you know, society crosses the line and saying this is the be all end all and this will work for you. I can't say that it will. So I'll never um, you know, kind of give that claim uh, medically in, in the health world. Uh, or even to, you know, family and friends, um, because it's working for us and that's all that matters, right? right. Yeah, yeah. So, but the and, school, and, and, uh, you know, the and, school and has to administer it. Yeah. yeah, it's a personalization, that's right. the understanding of how this complicated this plant is and that, you know, the use of a of this product with a seven, eight, nine-year-old is really different than the use of someone who's older. And those stigmas, those working with the health professionals and parents and um, just normalizing it, you know, we talk to mothers actually yes. the first. So parent mothers who use it for their own medications and their children right. understand that that's mommy's medicine or that's daddy's medicine. Right. Um, but for yeah. parents, parents who are medicating their own children, there are other issues that are, they kind of like are, you know, you're up against other issues, obviously. Yes. 
yeah. you know, I wouldn't say if he had a sleep issue, you know, because kids, kids, kids do. And there's things that we take, uh, you know, CBD and we know for relief of this and this pain. Um, I wouldn't say that he, well, especially with a special needs, because he can't communicate the same way as normal child. So it is really, um, you know, his basis. I have to look for uh, a physical reaction. And we all know with CBD, it's not something instantaneous. You don't take it and like right, all of a right. sudden, like a, a Tylenol, oh, I get instant relief, you know, right. so that uh, taking his lower doses uh, uh, or dosing down of the Western Pharma and then increasing, you know, that that took a long time. It's a very slow process and you're not going to see a noticeable um, epiphany. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we're a year and a half into our journey. I have upped his dose just for certain days or certain things or even throughout the day where I can see yeah, he's a little aggravated with this, but he quite likes it. He That's now good. notices the difference that he wasn't feeling uh, that E or whatever that goes through his body with not, you know, with that Ritalin and all those other ones. He's not kind of flying around here. He's very calm, collected, able to organize his thoughts a lot better, like we know um, when we've got that concentration um, capability. And uh, it's 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 been great for us. So um, I, I now so, I feel Amy, Amy, more Amy, confident can you, speaking Amy, can about you, it. Amy, can you describe some of the? Um, I mean, he's a young person, so for him to have this sort of mind body yeah. connection and understand how it's working with him. So can you sort of describe how it first? How you first understood it was well, actually, you know, actually in a it, positive way? Yeah. Yes, and he's a normalization in our household too. Because I will say, like we we uh, we we make food, right? So we're doing cannabis infused uh, creations. He doesn't eat those. I will say that as well, because you know, with any kind of infused meals, you, you can't be too uh, too too safe here. But uh, you know, the normalization is that in, you know, for us, I'm noticing the differences in him because he's become more comfortable with that plant. Um, so there's less, uh, I guess, fear going into it. I think he was, you know, even the taste of it all of these things are normalization so you don't give your child uh, cbd and think they're going to be like mm, you know it's not banana yeah. flavored like do you see it physically with him like in terms of like um i do yeah yeah i think all, all of it you know with the normalization his connection with it is more positive so then i can see you know throughout the day that calm he's not uh you know up and down like he was i can see that his eyes aren't darting around all over like they were um that he's not inter- interrupting and um you know another symptom of fragile x is that they're rep- uh, repetitive i've even noticed that has uh kind of been mitigated that he wow. will wow. you know actually think before he repeats himself um whereas before he just had no control over that uh so it's it's it's, so yeah i can see definitely on the outside and how did and how did your family when you were starting to do this journey i don't how did your i know you had your own little (laughs) amy has a wild past i read this kind of strange little poem on the other show if you want to hear it but (laughs) (laughs) Amy, amy amy has her own past and her own family had to come up terms of you know how she um incorporates this but how did they work with you how did they feel about you and your son and and i know your mother you're living with are you living with your parents now or no, 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 we're living a, a stone throw away. Very close. That's right. Um, you know, I, I still get the when mom comes over, wow, your house stinks because that's that's cannabis for her. But, um, you know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, when it comes to Jackson, you know, it, it, you just can't help but deny um, the, 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 the 
the positive, uh, you know, experience that we've had. So I'm not hearing anything negatively. Now, the only thing that we, we did kind of split hairs over this time last year was he, she would notice good days and bad days. And like you have, you know, you wake up and you're, um, and so those days, uh, you know, she would give him his CBD. Other days she would think, you know, he, he's fine. He doesn't need it. And I, I, you know, and I, and I, I, I didn't deny it, say, you know, that's not true. Cause I, I would often think, Oh, well, he's having a good day. I won't give it to him. But here's what I know about CBD. It does a lot of things that we can't see. And so I've been pretty adamant about it always being a routine for our family is that even when you feel, you know, your very best, it's a vitamin. And so you want to keep on taking it because it's going to keep on strengthening things. So yeah, that's the the only objection. And and then when you break it down like that, it's the truth. And so, yeah, we're all on board. Let's talk about hip lies and what you're doing and really about Canada. Like Yeah, so hip lies, um, you know, again, it started out as more of an educational testimonial platform. I've got contributors from around the world offering stories uh, in cannabis and just in general health and wellness. So uh, that passion project for me landed me on uh, a few podcasts, a few speaker engagements as well. And that was really, um, you know, my passion and my mission. Um, but uh, being that I have a sales background as well, um, involving myself in the supply chain uh, has proved to be uh, a very good learning experience and, um, you know, working as a liaison with uh, uh, global companies to build brands and business development, get the money and uh, all in all really just line up uh, partnerships for companies. Um, I think in Canada, I don't know what you guys are seeing there. There's so many companies popping up all over. They really should just, um, in my opinion, stay to what they're good at. Uh, and then, uh, you know, create some joint ventures that are, are profitable for everybody. But um, we're going to probably see this year in Canada that a lot of these smaller ones or ones that are maybe are diluting their, uh, you know, business by wearing too many hats, I guess. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, we're seeing a lot of these extraction companies are going to be the ones that really um, are, do well this year because we've got edibles in the market. Finally. Um, so, so, can you, so most of our, you know, most of our guests are American. So just, can you just go over sort of the, where it's state by state, obviously it's very different in every state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you just go over what the status so is? So here's Canadian? the big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Big difference for us is that we do not have over-the-counter CBD products. You guys have everything in <laughs> Everything. Toilet paper. In the States. <laughs> everything. You know what, Joyce? I um I do have a link to hemp infused hand sanitizer. I know that it's a big <laughs> big thing right now, but yeah, absolutely, everything is is hemp uh, and cannabis uh, infused um, over yep. there, over where you guys are, and and here we can't. Uh, CBD is entirely medicinal, um, so we can only get those through um, you know our governing retail stores or the government. So at least, so but at least it's regulated. Uh, because the issue here is that people it is regulated. We talk about yeah, how you can't, you know, don't, don't be buying don't be buying in the you know in the um gas station. That's people like you know it doesn't work. I'm like, well, don't buy yeah. in the gas station. <laughs> right. You can't do that. You so can't there's the highs and lows of that, right? Because yeah. I work with a few American uh, brands. One of them is a sexual health brand, and ladies, I'm saying it does work. Oh, Muva is that Muva? <laughs> it's uh, actually the brand is uh, soaked. So okay. the um, the male version is stoked, and the female is soaked. Uh, stoked so, and is it's it's uh, yeah you can look oh, into that, yeah, but it it funny. you know it's um well it works. Um, but here oh, in it. Canada, we have, can't to, we have to get that, that on the show. We have to get like a show about that. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, All right. But, 
I'm you know, when I... you guys walk into a store, you're seeing a brand like that soaked and soaked. Well, you know, it could be a placebo when you look at the packaging and everything else. So we've had a harder time making a sale in the U.S. because you've got a lot of competition. Everybody's doing it. And I'm sure people have had uh, some good benefits and some nothing. Um, so so the, I guess that's uh, the, the, the advantage you have. But um, for our disadvantages, we can't even try them. So. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> but but, but are, they, are, they, are the um, cannabis stores, are those state-owned how does that working are they private-owned cannabis stores how does it work there so we had a retail lottery um and any tom dick and harry who wanted to apply for this lottery did um that only allowed 25 stores in the province where i'm at which is ontario and um we were just finding that that wasn't enough you can't even really uh, service like a small small uh, municipal let alone like a you know big city like toronto um so we um we offered that uh the more stores be opened and now you're seeing them pop up everywhere which is great um but yeah those are all governed by um yeah they're, they are government owned um at the end of the day so no private retailer can just put any um uh, any brand in there uh, it all has to go through that uh, the government first and it's also it's all so again canada's different than us so you can cross the whole country everyone can use it it's every place it's not someplace yeah limited it's just it's, it's across the country everywhere you can you can bring it on a plane with you if you need to which i found funny the first time you do it it's just like so weird is because you know years ago because I, I mean i have been a pot smoker for well a long time over 20 years yes. and you know back in the day when especially because i live in a border city you you just the paranoia just oh my gosh do i smell like it is it, you know do i have a roach on me somewhere and you know they just be so cautious and now it's like, oh, okay, oh yeah. Well, mom, make sure you got the weed in your purse before you go. <laughs> like, you got your where, passport, where, where, you got your where, cannabis. Wear it around your neck. We have like a necklace. Somebody gave us oh, a yes. necklace for the storage container. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. That's yeah, my it's favorite. So bizarre, but uh, yeah. So we're that's that's where we are in uh, in legalization and now with um the edibles and the lotions and the tinctures. Uh, that was kind of cannabis 2.0 for us. Um, so those yeah, are all regulated. Talk, Amy, tell us about the edibles. Because last time we spoke, I thought you couldn't have edibles in Canada. Is that we couldn't, and now we can. Oh, that's um, again, those are all regulated. Which, you know, I I've got some people that play in the black market. I mean, these are the craft growers. These are the ones that know what they're doing. And honestly, they know how to make edibles. However, the ones in the stores, because they're all regulated, government this and that and the other, I don't find them as awesome. Um, so they're, they're, I guess, you know, they're feeling this is, this is early days. This has only been the past three months. Um, so they'll figure it out. But uh, yeah, those are the gummies and the chocolates that are kind of hitting the stores now, which is cool. That's it. Well, someone told me once uh, that every year in cannabis is like dog year. So one year is seven years. <laughs> so even though <laughs> it's, a three months, it's, still, it's still quite a while. So that's where you are. All right. Let's, um, so let's just talk about, are you still doing the, the radio show were you doing that the last time i talked to you um i have uh, put that on hold for a okay. little bit right now i actually i moved so i've gone That's from true. the big city to smaller yeah and uh i really just focusing in on, on that it's, it's cool to just be a pioneer yeah. as you guys know um in cannabis especially as a woman so um focusing on like that sexual health uh formulation line and women's health in general uh we've got formulations for endometriosis 
uh, you know, anxiety specific to women's needs, um, you know, acne and uh, insomnia. So really want to 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 focus uh, more on that side of the uh, products and the, the manufacturing uh, and getting them into the hands globally. Uh, because, you know, we're so fortunate here in North America that we, we can try and test and, and figure out what works for us. But, uh, you know, just getting uh, at least my message comfortable so that I can share it globally is, is really the direction I've taken uh, 2020. So, Amy, what are, you, so what are you looking at in terms of like women leadership up there or businesses or, you know, so I do focus the show. We focus the show on women in the industry. There's enough men out there doing their own thing. Uh, we're watching these leaders, you know. Uh, this is a very capital intensive industry. It is pretty difficult. Yeah. To money. The women that we are meeting in it are passionate because of their health issues. And what are you seeing up in yeah. Canada? Do you think that's similar? It's absolutely the same across the board. Yeah. Uh, UK and Australia, same message there. You know, it's great to be part of these uh, coalitions, um, you know, working uh, with uh, some fabulous women um, that run these um, Canna coalitions. And we all kind of come together under one roof, do actual pot lucks, uh, and, and collaborate. <laughs> I like you that. Know, yeah. yeah, the message is just so much stronger with uh you know all of these uh these women's kind of uh spearheading um so i see a lot of that um you know women and uh women in weed uh empowering others sharing their messages and products and uh it's you know it's a really nice space uh for that uh, because everybody's kind of working towards the same goals so in terms and, of and, and you know financially the same thing we've all yeah. taken that risk before reward so we get it as mothers and and as wives and and just you know maybe the the leaders in our household um, we we can't we can't mess this up right you know going right, right. in and maybe leaving another uh, corporate role uh, there's no way that I'm going to just uh, let some of those days where you wake up and think what the hell have I done um, and I've had those days too you know as an entrepreneur oh yes <laughs> and and I and you know single mother social kids it's like wow okay can't entrepreneur one thing but you know uh, and I do believe in it and then I think when you put all those women under one roof or, or to, to kind of share those voice it really just brings you back to basics why you're doing this what you know you hope to see and and just kind of put a little bit more fire <laughs> yeah and, and hopefully you know just to fuel uh fuel it for um for whatever that's worth mm -hmm. so in terms of i know a lot of these events have been canceled things that you know were you going to be speaking at events were you giving presentations what were your next moves what were you thinking about for the year coming up what do you think yeah you, well actually you know, your gonna be, yeah we had an yeah. event uh, two days ago that was canceled and um uh that was uh just to to, to speak uh as an entrepreneur with a panel of entrepreneurs about um, mental health as an entrepreneur uh, and, and specifically yeah. relating to, to cannabis and kind of, you know, and, and just, we just briefly touched on it, you know, the anxieties that come with that and the depressions that come with that naturally, uh, you know, we all have that in any industry, um, but uh, the cannabis is, is very unique. So, so it, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go back in, in, in the next, I think a lot of companies right now are going to be doing uh, virtually like you guys do, which is great. So any kind of opportunities where we can kind of connect in uh, virtual rooms, or uh, live events hosted. I think that's the, the next kind of you know, month or two ahead of us. Yep, yeah, I, I agree. That. All right, so Amy, other, Amy R. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're gonna be, we're gonna come right back after this little announcement about the A Bong for a Mom campaign.
Hey, Aim, guess what? We have something big coming up. I know this is very exciting. And I can't wait because it's something that it's hopeful, it's happy, and it's exciting, right? Absolutely. Okay, kids, everyone who's listening, we are starting a new campaign here at the Canna Mom Show. This is a campaign for attention because there are so many great stories out there. We want you to hear them all, and this is what we're doing to help have them heard. Mm-hmm. Because do you believe that cannabis has the potential to transform the world in our love, justice, goodness, and hope, the words that warm your heart? Then you are going to love our campaign, A Bong for mom yay! <laughs> for the next six weeks amy and i and all of our friends all of our canna mom show ambassadors will be focused on educating and entertaining people about cannabis by building our audience and getting their stories out into the world here's how they're helping and how you can help too the canna mom show is creating a home for all the stories that need to be told because that is what moms do and our founding guest and friend of the show we're going to help us find more people to hear their stories, and they're going to help more people know us, too. Mm-hmm. And this is what we're doing, Aim. Do you know what we're doing? I think I know what we're doing. Okay, what's today? <laughs> what's today? Today is March 19th, and the it significance is it's... It is my mother's 85th birthday. That's great. And my mother's now in lockdown, but we are going to mm. go buy our ice cream later, but we are launching this A Bong <laughs> for Mom campaign, hashtag A Bong for Mom. Or Bong for Mom. Yep. Got that? Both. Both. <laughs> and our goal is going to reach 5,000 listeners for the Canna Mom Show by May 10th, which is Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Yay. <laughs> and doesn't mom need a bong for mom? <laughs> <laughs> so the way this is going to work is over the next six weeks, they're going to be hearing a lot from us. Our mm-hmm. ambassadors are going to be pushing out their show on their social networks, mm-hmm. and I'm going to make it a little bit of a competition. Mm-hmm. So the show that gets the most downloads are going to get a gift on my birthday, mm-hmm. May 11th. The Canna Mom Show with the most episodes, downloads, will get a gift from me, the bong quilt. And this is something to be seen. <laughs> when it took her, she was like a maniac with the quilting. <laughs> I was she, very stressed. She was stressed <laughs> and she put all of her energy into creating. And what better thing to create than a a quilt with a beautiful black velvet bong on it. It's pretty it's cool. gorgeous. So you can see it. <laughs> it's really nice. It'll be up on our Facebook it's page. It's up on my LinkedIn. It's She's amazing. My LinkedIn, uh, picture. So <laughs> from our podcast po- perch, we can see that the wide and far of this industry, and we understand that the transformations are to come. Yes. And Amy and I, well, we love talking about cannabis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we like meeting all the hardworking women in this business and we love that this is an emerging industry and we believe all those stories need to be heard totally so starting today march 19th yes um with this episode that we are releasing today about get to know your host we are going to be talking about the bong quilt get to know all the shows and it's going to be great and i hope that you will join us because you know when all this crazy is over cannabis is still going to be there that's right it'll be there for you it'll be there for you so thank totally. you and remember to focus <laughs> on the Canna Mom show and follow the hashtag a bong for mom and bong for mom bong bong <laughs> hey we're back and um our favorite thing section i'm going to take it over today because amy doesn't, amy doesn't isn't the only person with favorite things <laughs> Sometimes I have favorite things too. So oh, good. I'm excited to hear I, what your favorite thing is. I can't I have, do all the shopping. That's true. You, you could, but you don't. You could. <laughs> uh, so I spoke with a woman named Jessica Bates yesterday who has a company called Moon Mother Hemp. I don't know if you know. Her, Very um, nice. One of her assistants actually found us and reached out to me and sent me a bunch of products before the shutdown of the world. <laughs> and, uh, 
want. <laughs> and this yes. is a full spectrum hemp product. I've been using it on my face every night. It's very silky. Ooh. It smells nice. Um, it's just got a nice texture. She's out of Boulder, Colorado. Ooh. She's got a nice story. It's her and her husband have a farm um, and he was growing cannabis and then they uh, outsourced to CBD products and they have been creating these really beautiful organic, you know, botanically correct, whatever, uh, you know, all, all the things that are good. All the good things. All the good things. And I talked to her yesterday on the phone and was telling her how, this is like the thing I've been using every night. It's very silky and um, I really like it. So. Oh, they have a lot of nice things too. They do, right? And they have some nice packaging. So she's, she's everywhere. She's over it. She, you'd buy it through Urban Outfitters. She's, she's in a lot of big stores. Very pretty. So it, The again, honey mask looks good. Yeah. So it's Moon, Moon Mother Hemp Company. And I've been using the Glow Hemp Skin Serum. But she's right. also sent me some... Um, a hand salve that because I'm washing my hands 20,000 times a day. I need it. Yeah. <laughs> I need it. I'm coming over today. Come on over. Okay. So that is, it's Joyce's favorite thing today. Yay. All Yay. right. Thanks, Joyce. So Amy, AVR. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know this is very confusing. Um, let's just talk like a little bit more like what, uh, so we talk a little bit what you think of coming up with for the next year. Uh, you know, this is a, Corona time. I don't know. Maybe we just every show we've been talking a little bit. You know what's going on in your life now. Yes. How are you working with your community? How do, you know? I think this is a opportunity to reset. This is a. I, I think it's actually going to be something that accelerates the cannabis industry. Oh, and, totally. at the end this of all, is yeah. a time. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, and I will put uh, you know kind of a public uh, message out there. I'm working with. Um, um, some some heads of government um, across the world right now with uh, medical supplies uh, because cannabis kind of overlaps with that. Well, not kind of, it absolutely does with the health and also with ministries of health uh, that we've already been facilitating, um, you know, CBD to in, in European countries. Um, we've got masks and gloves and gowns and thermometers and test kits and all sorts of things coming direct from some some supplies. Um, so so we uh, kind of just uh, shifting years cannabis a few of us anyways is, is connecting the dots there trying to help um you know service those uh, products needed uh in the states in canada uh and other countries as well and so that's uh, kind of in the direction this past week for me personally and thankfully for my son because he's homeschooled we've had no interruption um so i couldn't be any more grateful again for for being close to to family um you know he goes over there and gets his lessons in and um you know especially because he needs a scheduled routine every day this hasn't uh, impacted that at all uh so so we're good right now good. but uh, yeah. like you know, like you guys, it's it's a lot of um, panic for for many, and uh, you know they'll get they'll get it figured out. I think that uh, you know the layoffs that we're seeing too. You know, everybody's concerned financially, small business owners, but uh, you know our relief systems are a bit different than what we're hearing from you guys. So um, I'm wondering how you're feeling. I, I saw that uh, you know it's going to be a big day out for uh, the Americans on Easter is the hope. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do not, listen, do not listen to the man behind the screen or whatever. Wow, yeah. party day, you yeah, know? Right. Yeah, right. He has to stop. Hunts, the whole, yeah. We're all going out. Yeah, have, yeah. Gonna, it's like, I mean, wow, it's something to look forward to. But oh, no, yeah, I... Totally. I, I uh, it's oh just, it, it frustrates me. I see leadership across the country of people who I know who are being leaders, and we don't have good leadership at our federal level, obviously. So... You know, this is a states' rights issue, cannabis. Um, 
I think the states that are dealing with it properly now are dealing with it. I don't know what's going to happen with our federal government, but this is like, I think there needs to be a cabinet position. I say this on the show now. There needs to be a cannabis cabinet position at the federal level because it touches everything. Joyce, right? It does. You know, uh, some states saying it's essential and some saying it's not. Like, I mean, I've seen that. I'm keeping an eye on that Uh, because, of course, you know, you've got people that this is this is medicine, and to be told that you can't have that. I mean, so you know, that's what we've seen, anyways. We're still able to export to countries. We are still being deemed as an essential service, and uh, you know that 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 been uh, really great to, to see in Canada, but hopefully they figure it out for, for all the states involved and, and, you know, people in need. And it's, an, I will say like to go in 18 months from a, a, a drug that was considered as dangerous as heroin to like <laughs> last week, the governor said it's essential. <laughs> yeah, and my friends who don't really believe in it, but know I'm doing this, were mad that they let the alcohol stores stay open and they weren't letting the rec store stay open. I mean, that's the, that's the shift that even my friends who don't even believe in cannabis. Right. Like, why? Would yeah, I you mean, you've you legalized mushrooms, haven't you? you? You've got mushrooms and cannabis. Everybody could be happy and high and da 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 da. Guns and alcohol open. Guns and alcohol. Yeah, okay. All right, on that happy note. Well, Amy, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming back. I really appreciate talking to you again. Someday we're going to meet in person. This will be awesome. Absolutely, um, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'll be in that as essential service for sure. So happy, <laughs> happy uh, to come on board and meet you, Amy. Uh, oh, yeah, so nice to meet Joyce. you. And uh, yeah. yeah, let's get Bong for Mom going. I'm, I'm excited Bong to be part of this for sure. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so thank you again, Amy, for calling in from Canada. This is a very last-minute show, and I appreciate it. Yeah, so, this is great. Thank an- you. Another, thank you, ladies. Another virtual show. So for my amazing guest today, my Canadian Canamom Amy Ryman. You can find her on Hip Lives. What's the best way to reach you, Amy? Um, at my dot hip life. Uh, that's kind of my social social media handle for everything. You can find me on uh, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. She is everywhere. Cool. And for my Canna sister, Amy Searles. Hey. I want to thank Josh Lampkin for writing and performing the Canamom theme music. Our business team, Kelly Dolan of Retail Results, and Laurie Lennon of Thinking Creator Media and our new partner, the Cannabis Creative Group. I want to thank our attorney, Kim Kramer of McLean Middleton. And most importantly, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to the Cannamom Show, where we are talking about integrating cannabis in our lives, changing the narrative around cannabis and caregiving, and empowering women-centric cannabis businesses, one can of story at a time. Hi, I'm Amy Searles, and please subscribe to our podcasts. We're on Spotify, Apple, Google. You can go right to our website, thecannamomshow.com, and follow us on all social media. We're there, The Cannamom Show. And I'm Joyce Gerber. This is The Cannamom Show, and we are a production of Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, I'm Gary. 
and I invite you to discover the Cannabis Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast focused on a Canadian's cannabis culture. I would be the Canadian, and my cannabis passion and culture has been building for five decades. I share that passion for this wonderful plant in every episode, through conversations with cannabis advocates and enthusiasts, stories about the ever-changing legal environment, and some hands-on testing of product in a segment I call Cultivar Corner. The Cannabis Podcast, a Canadian's cannabis culture, one toke at a time.